Thanks for joining us for the Changing the Industry podcast, where we try to effectuate change for the better, one conversation at a time. Part of that change is providing help for those that need it. This is why we've partnered with the Institute for Automotive Business Excellence. Whether it's help with sales, operations, or just getting your numbers in order, these folks are some of the very best in the industry. And for our listeners, they'll sit down with you and go over your strengths, your weaknesses, and the opportunities that are in front of you. They'll create a customized plan for how to move forward absolutely free. That's right, free. And if your plan includes one-on-one coaching, they can also help you with that. There's no hard sales pitch, no obligation, just honest help from honest people. So if that's something that you think could benefit you, make sure you click on the link in the show notes. And now, on to the show. I remember how it used to be. The phone's ringing off the hook. Clients are coming in the front door like crazy. And here comes little technician Timmy. Timmy comes up and he says, hey boss, where's my part? Where you want me to go next? What you want me to do? Gosh, Timmy, if I knew, I'd tell you, buddy, but I am covered up. All of that stopped when I found Shopware. With Shopware, you get an industry-leading expediter right there in the software. It tells you if your parts are here, where your technician should go next, and how much time they have left to complete the jobs in the day. Go to GetShopware.com to learn more. GetShopware.com. Hey, everybody. David here, and welcome to the ASOG Podcast. In this episode, Lucas and I sit down with Chuck Searles, the president of the Automotive Management Institute. AMI has been committed to improving soft skills within the automotive industry and have now introduced a new and unique program unlike anything we've seen before. But before we get into all that, do me a quick favor. Head on over to youtube.com and type in ASOG. Once you see our channel, please hit that subscribe button. We're going to be putting out a ton of new content, a whole bunch of different types of videos that you're not going to want to miss. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast listening app, make sure that you have a set to automatically download the latest episode as well. And now, here we go. So, so we've got a shop foreman class. Now that's really exciting for me, like super exciting because I've got Eric who works for me, who's kind of trying to move into more of the foreman role. He's an older guy and he's thinking about, Hey, you know, we've got to come up with some ideas. We're really big on training and developing each other and, and moving the, the shop in a forward thinking direction. Right. So kind of what I'm thinking is, is maybe that's a good one for him. He's our most experienced guy. Tell us a little bit about it. What is it? Well, to start, you know, um, I think uh, we're, we're, we're all technicians, ex-technicians. So happy Technician Appreciation Week. This is the last day of Technician Appreciation Week 2021. Ooh. Did you know? No, we had no clue. Come on, man. I knew. I brought my tech to ASTE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bought his drinks. Hey. That's good enough. So, so yeah. It, it, was a, it was a good week to launch the series. So, but – we all know good technicians, right? We yeah, all know good technicians, course. but sometimes those those hard technical skills don't always translate into people skills, yeah, right? Absolutely. And and when a technician moves into kind of a, a, a either a management role or a light management role, they often find themselves lacking. And um, 
that's where training comes in, you know. So, yeah. so as opposed to having to learn the school of hard knocks, where you, you, it's like, oh, well, I don't ever want to do that again. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> that worked. That didn't. Um, that that's where the training comes in. So it, it gives you some best practices. And uh, we went through, did uh, did needs analysis with uh, with some existing shop foremen, existing technicians, and so on, right. shop managers. And uh, we actually came up with a list of uh, of 39 courses. A lot of them are micro learning. Right. It's I think it's 26 credit hours. And we developed five new classes um, that, that that focus on the role. Um, the, the the most important in my mind are uh, building a technician training plan, right? Because that's that's, oh, that's the awesome. bread and butter, right? It builds retention, knowledge, yeah. all that yeah. good stuff, right? Um, mentoring, coaching, and mentoring. Yeah. And we are actually partnered with with ATI. Uh, they they did some review of our material, and we kind of traded back and forth. Right. We're not exactly sure how that partnership is going to look a hundred percent, but um, I think in their apprenticeship program, they'll they'll take their technician mentors and put them through some of our training, I, I believe. Right. Um, there are uh, courses on uh, quality control inspection, super, super important, fix right first time stuff. Um, the test drive, the best way to get, you know, uh, right. the, the, the proper diagnostic mindset, I think for the mm, test drive, Yeah, that's a big one, how, how to duplicate and such. And then uh, it's it's important, but it's bottom of the list for me at least is shop inventory and equipment uh, control and maintenance because oh, that, that often that's falls on the shop yeah. manager role, right? It's like right. how many how many cuts do you have on that brake lathe, buddy? You know, it's like exactly. uh, yeah, those swirls are not pretty anymore. When was the last time you <laughs> rotated those teeth? So yeah, yeah. Well, so first of all, you know, you 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 have been so instrumental in the process of growing our industry, right? Through AMI, I mean it, it's a it's a big deal, right? I'd like to think a, so. A lot of folks don't even realize they're getting AMI credits anymore. You know, they just right. they don't know about it. So let's let's tell folks what AMI is. We've talked you've had, you've been on the show before, but let's talk about it again, especially for the owners, because you know we're talking about growing shops up from the ground up, and we really want to to um, create a whole different hunger for training in our facilities. You guys really create some stuff that. I guess the best thing to to call it is is reward beyond just being smarter, right? It, it, there's something for the owners and the managers, uh, almost like that ASE certification that gives them that next step. Tell us a little bit yeah, about AMI. A- absolutely. So, so AMI is a it's a nonprofit. Um, we are are headquartered in Texas, but all of our employees are remote. Um, right now we're primarily focused on, uh, online courses for obvious reasons, right? Easiest to deliver. Although to your point, um, very, 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 very many classes that are taught out there in the field, um, are, or offer AMI accreditation. So you can fill out your credit form and ship it in. Um, AMI holds records. I think we have over 300,000 records of credit, different, different people. So there are people out there that that have AMI credit and don't even know it. Right. 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 The instructor fills out the form form or or whatever. But, um, so the, a lot of the training that that we offer is quote unquote management. So, you know, there's hard skills and there's soft skills, hard skills are what a technician has, right? Right. So you fix stuff. It's a, it's a hard part. That's that's that skill set. Soft skills are the people skills, right? So right. so me me talking to you guys, um, job costing for a service advisor, um, yeah. how to how, service advisory and diagnostics. I mean those type of skills 
are things that can be trained. And right. that's, that's what we do. That's what we do. We do a lot of that stuff. And, and I think another thing too is, is, uh, you'll see a lot of folks out there and after their name, they have AAM or AMAM. And it's like, mm. what the heck does that mean? Well, that's right. an accredited automotive manager. That's an AMI designation. Right. And, and AMAM is master, you know, right. accredited manager. So, um, we've been out there since 89. So, so it, it's like the, one of the biggest nonprofits you've never heard of right, a lot of times, right. especially I've, I've been bumping around here because this is the first time AMI has been represented. Um, it, it th- Lucas and I have been telling you about parts tech for a while now and how it gives you access to unlimited parts and tire vendors and direct integration with over 35 shop management systems. And now they've just launched a new referral program. All you have to do is open your parts tech account, go to my shop and click on the rewards tab. There you'll find your referral URL, which you can share via email, text message, or on your social media. If your referral signs up for a new account and places five orders in the first 30 days, Parts Tech will send you a $100 gift card. That's it. Nothing else is needed. Your referrals can get you $100 just for using Parts Tech, which, by the way, is absolutely free to get started with. So if you're using Parts Tech already, start sharing that referral link. And if you haven't signed up for Parts Tech yet, what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the description or go to partstech.com forward slash podcast. That's partstech.com forward slash podcast. Hey, one more thing. If you find out that your shop management system doesn't integrate with Parts Tech, it's time to upgrade. David and I use what we believe to be the very best system on the market, shopware. With unmatched features like Parts GP Optimizer and DVX, which is their digital vehicle experience, Shopware really is way more than just a shop management software. With it, you'll be able to create an immersive and interactive experience for your client, setting you apart from everyone else using run-of-the-mill software. Are you ready to upgrade? Click the link in the show notes to get started. This function. Right. And people are like, I don't know. Who, who are you? I had no idea. Right. Well, let me tell you about it. And they're like, oh, that's cool. Um, so I think what's important, uh, especially for, for the audience that might be listening today, is uh, let's let's say you're you're going from technician to shop owner, right? You're making right. that transition and you kind of have a clue, right? but you're missing all those fine points. Yeah. That stuff's trainable. You don't have to do it on your own, you know, exactly. go out there and get yeah. the training. And and we, we do host a lot of that. That, that is awesome. So, you know, we've got this new, um, uh, shop foreman role where, you know, and you, you've talked a little bit about where it came from. Tell us where is this training? What you know? You asked who's doing the training itself. Where is this training developed from? What type of platform is in? Is it all web based right now? It is. It is all web based. So um, the the way it's set up uh, is we had a developer uh, that I've okay. known for for many many years, about twenty years. He's a, a ex master technician. Okay. Um, actually, I shouldn't say ex because he still maintains a certification, even though he doesn't work on cars. He's still an ASC master. Right. Um, he go kart races now. He's retired. Oh, that's so, pretty so, slick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I talked Tom into into coming back and helping out, and um, he uh, he developed training for Nissan for years. For years, okay. he taught and then and then developed for years. So uh, we went out and we identified some good folks. Uh, we had help with ASA. They helped us out. Um, with their, uh, one of their steering committees, they, they point us to some successful shops where we could find some people to talk to and say, Hey, what are the best practices? What did you right. do to succeed as a shop foreman? 
and or or assistant manager or service manager, whatever you want to call it. We had to right. pick a name, so shop foreman yeah. it was. Um, and and that's how we sort of did the needs analysis. And then Tom uh, wrote the material, bounced it off the subject matter experts, and right. we had uh, Tracy Dombrowski from <coughs> excuse me from Collision Advice actually do the final rendering and and the web courses. So right. those those five new courses are on uh, um, AMI. Very uh, so, cool. So how much time does it take for somebody to? to get through all that. So if you, if, if you started from scratch, if you mm-hmm. started from scratch, then it would take you theoretically 26 credit hours, right? Okay. There's 29 courses. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, 39 courses, 39, but a lot of them are 10, 15 minutes long, yeah. right? And I don't need to sit down here for, for an hour and, and, mm-hmm. and tell you, Hey, here's, here's what to do. when someone disagrees with you. I can right. package that into a small chunk yeah. and, and thank God too, because really, I mean, I, I don't <laughs> an hour long. E-learn, it's like, hey, oh, I, look, me. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I need to go take that class, that particular one, yeah. because you see David here, he disagrees with me 24 seven. I mean, if he's not disagreeing <laughs> with me, I agree with you on that. Yeah, uh, I know. So some do. of the, 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 topics that you just mentioned like man I, you, I might just put my technicians through this like we we could do lunch and learns which is the greatest thing ever <laughs> cti started doing these lunch and learns with with technical training specifically and my like my techs were like yeah i'll get free lunch and sit here and learn something it's fantastic and mm-hmm. i mean you, so you don't have to send them to night classes anymore like no, you work the entire day. You don't want to sit through a three-hour class in the evening and start getting pitched on some product. And you know, yeah, they feed you. That's fine, but let's do it over lunch. Like normally, they're not doing anything anyway. So, <laughs> uh, th- this would absolutely be something that that you could take and say, hey, some of those ten minutes, let's knock out four or five of them. You know, let specifically you you have somebody that you're trying to mentor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hey, why don't we why don't we do a lunch and learn today? You know, let's get you set up, I'll buy a lunch, maybe you and I sit down and and that that way, you know, we log into their account, just just make sure they get it done. <laughs> I think I think one thing that might be pretty cool too is if if you did that in kind of a lunch and learn format where you just you you popped open the the PC and 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 displayed it out in in front of everybody is give me a call. Um I I'd be happy to join in. I think it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah I do. Um I had to pull out my card because I always forget where, what our website is, which is horrible. But um, so amionline.org is amionline.org. Yeah, is a good so starting place. How much? How much is this platform? So I think if you took every single class, it's uh, for for the designation, it'd be right around twelve hundred bucks. I think. Oh, that's really not yeah, that bad. Not, not terrible. What? Yeah, not terrible. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and it's. But it's, he didn't even know the website. He probably doesn't know the price. I'm just missing yeah. zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we charge we charge forty seven fifty a credit hour. So um, right. If it's if it's twenty six credit hours, do the quick math. It's right around twelve hundred. Um, and, awesome, and it's, and it's not it's not like you have to drop twelve hundred bucks all at once because right. the way we offer training is it's it's a la carte. So imagine an Amazon shopping experience. I pick this course, this this course, this course. Add to cart and check out. Right, um, and then they're available to me at that point. So you don't have to do the whole. So even if once. you're even if you decide like I might decide and and have my entire shop sit through the courses, they're not going to mm-hmm. get credit for it unless they themselves were signed up logged in paid for the thing so I, yeah i'm just thinking thinking out loud yeah which it, is not it, would, it would be the content material by the way yeah <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> it would be it would be the the person that that actually purchased the courses in. so it'd be yeah. it'd be you yeah but that's not to say you couldn't transfer the knowledge 
Um, well, it's a, it's not even that. Like you want, like I would want at least one or two of my staff, like my service advisor. I, I would some of these skills, some of the the content that you're you're talking about. It's not a bad thing for all of my people to to know at least the basics on mentoring and yeah, coaching, definitely, and dealing with difficult situations and conflict resolution, and and then the diagnostic test drive. Like those are topics that could translate to everybody. But at the end of the day, you you sort of want them to have the credit. Like, hey, yeah, let's start working say. towards you getting your well, you get AAM it. or. AMAM, like, let, let, you know, because, yeah, it's great that you have the knowledge, but you sort of want to show the certificate. You want to show that, hey, we are working. It's not that they just sat through the class. Like, so then you just pony up the cash. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you do get a certificate out of this and, and shoulder patch as well. That's yeah. awesome. So and you got to have and, a soldier, soldier. <laughs> soldier patch. <laughs> Give me some stripes, David. Patch, there you go. <laughs> well, you, you know, and, and here's the thing is that, that, a, it lifts up your it lifts up your staff, right? But B, it lifts up our industry, right? And and now you brought up something really important to us because we're hearing a lot of this right now. Is is look if you want to start a shop, there's a lot of techs who are not happy where they're at. Maybe they have a dream of owning their own business, and you can't come to AST. You can't come to Apex. You can't make that happen. And and you know, for me, I think these events are where the hunger starts. They're not where the they're not where the whole education happens at an event like this. You come to an event like this, and the hunger starts here, and then it, you build upon that, right? But this this gives you the tools you need to be that shop owner, right? And it gives you a path. For me, that's what's really important is I need a path because I'm I'm not a professional trainer. Right. I, I'm not that good at bringing my guys in and setting down and creating a training path for them. I need some help. I need some direction. Yeah, Where are we guidance. going? Yeah. Because I don't know how to do that. And you guys have taken and, and, and you know, we, we've got a lot of technical options that help us do that. You guys have done that on this side. And I think that's really important because so much of this reputation problem that we're talking about comes from a lack of leadership. Lack of leadership, lack of training. And, yeah. and, and I've, I've preached it to you before and I'll, I'll say it again. You know, leadership, there, there are people that are born with it, but you don't have to be. Yeah. Uh, leadership is a, it's a trainable skill. I yeah. Mean, you, you can, you can pick up the things there. There are so many, um, instruments out there that you can use to measure your leadership school, skills to. Right. Um, one is like the leadership practices inventory, LPI, they call it. And it focuses on five practices that good leaders exhibit. Really? And, oh, you yeah. got to tell me about this. Now, this isn't, this is an AMI. This is, this is, uh, actually developed by a couple of, of social scientists, uh, Kozis and Posner, I believe. Okay. And, and you go in and it's, I think it's maybe like a 20 minute test. And right. then, and then it tells you where you're strong and where you're weak. And there are these five categories. And, and when you strengthen them, beautiful things can happen. I, I went through it and I don't think I'm, I'm being crazy here when I say it changed my life. I mean, it really? did. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ooh, yeah. Okay. So now, now I know who I am as a leader, right? right. I, I, I'm solid in this, but I need to work on this. And I did. Right. And holy cow. I mean, it, it made a difference. Well, it's so interesting that we, we get onto this subject because I was talking to Shannon, who is one of my service advisors. She's going to be kind of the shop manager role. Um, and we were talking about leadership and leadership deficit, right? And talking about the fact, you know, we, we went and got a haircut the other day. 
Okay. Now I take my guys, we'll either go to really nice restaurants or we'll go to nice barber shops and we will go and see what that experience is like. And we pay attention to how things happen and what happens. And, and so one of the things that we know is we go to get this haircut, right? We go through the door and, um, and, and the night before the owner of the facility had sent us text messages and said, Hey, here's what to expect. Here's what we're going to do. Help me understand what you're looking for, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Now we come through the door. And he's had something come up. He's unable to come in. And the lady at the front knows nothing about what's going on, right? So all of a sudden, everybody's thrown, thrown into turmoil. The entire facility's in turmoil. Nobody knows what to do. Nobody knows who's cutting whose hair. Nobody knows what's happening next. And so one of the big takeaways, and the guy's like, I'm so sorry you had that experience. I'm like, no, it was, it was, it was great. And he's like, I don't understand, right? It was great because it gave us a whole new perspective. Right. We see things differently now because of that experience. And that is, is that I'm the leader of the business, but there has to be a, a structure of leadership down through the business. And that means that we have to grow additional leaders within the business. Yes. Yes. Right. We so can't. True. We, we have to have that structure. Okay. Lucas can't come in. What next? What do we do? How does it work? Who, who's the head man in charge if this happens? You know, and and I, I we were talking in that last podcast because they were insurance guys, and we're, we're talking about process, policy, procedure, something we talk about on the show all the time. And the reason that we don't break process, the reason we don't break policy, is because the policy was implemented to protect both us and the client from a poor experience. Right? Well, we need a process for the leadership strategy in the business. Leadership is huge. Without it, who's in charge? Who do you go to? We saw that over there getting our hair cut. Well, I don't know what to do. Uh, do you know what to do? Oh, uh, we should we do this? No, we should do this. No, we should do that. Nobody was willing to stand up and say, here's what we're going to do. It's okay, everybody. Let's go. You know? Yeah, I think I think you'll find that, that most successful leaders, um, great leaders even, will we'll actually always be in the process of training their replacement. And I know that yeah. that's scary to some people, right? Yeah, because it's like, well, I want, I, I want to keep all the secrets to myself. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm the person, I'm the man, whatever. Right. But, but the fact is, you know, if, if, if you step out in traffic and get hit by a bus tomorrow, what happens to your business? You know, what right. happens to the family you've left behind? The legacy. Exactly. Exactly. So Training also, I, if you train your replacement, then one, you're cementing the practices that make you strong in the first place, right? So right. You're, you're validating that. Yeah. Um, and it gives you a chance also to put your processes to paper, which is really important. Yes. And in my, it doesn't have to be paper. It can be electronic, but, but you know, it's sort of building a book of work, if you will, right? Right. Um, and that, that cements holes in your process too. I mean, you, yeah. you, you can say, wait, maybe there's a better way to do this. And yeah. it really does right. work. Um, but, I think the most important thing is that training of any sort builds loyalty, creates retention, yeah, builds right. loyalty, creates retention. And I that's mean, something we desperately need in our huge. industry. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're all about, oh gosh, you know, we got a technician shortage. We got to get techs. Right. You, you got some too. Don't forget about right. those ones. Right. You know, don't forget about oh, those ones. Oh, that's huge. That's huge. Don't forget about the ones you have. You yeah. know, yeah. we talk about that quite a bit. Retention. Yeah. Retention is important. It really is. Man, that's awesome. So 
what you got here. I, I see. No, I was trying to find the thing he was talking about. <laughs> did, did, did you go to amionline.org? No, I'm there. I'm there already. But I was looking for the uh, the leadership stuff that you were talking about. Oh, at LPI. Yeah, yeah. The okay. the leadership practices inventory. Just just Google LPI and and you'll find it. Um, like I said, that's not an AMI thing. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 outside, but it's uh it's really cool. It's really cool. Um, the and and some of the five competencies you're going to be like really right. You know, lead from the heart. Oh. I really so don't want to do oh, that. That's so soft and fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not that. I'm not that guy. Yeah, David's over here screaming yeah, in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Empathy. I was just I was just reading an article on uh, uh, the effect of empathy and 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 how far it's come from. Like you know, like like let's say back in the 80s or 90s, it's like what empathy? Right. Leave with right. your heart. What are you talking about? And now now I think people have come. Employees especially have have come to expect something different from their leaders, right? Especially in right. the you know the the great employee crisis that we have right now, where right. people are just saying, you know, yeah, this isn't so great. I'm right. just, I'm I'm, I'm going to trade in whatever it is I was doing today, and I'm going to go. I'm I'm going to start a new career tomorrow. Right. Um. You, you've got to you got to inspire your people. You know. Yeah. They want you. You have to make them want to stay. Absolutely. And and, and you know leadership. So- that's that's where it's at. Well, and and you know the family business deals with some of this, and and there's there's definitely. You know, my brother's taking over the family business, so there's there's a transition of leadership, right? And those are tough. That those are definitely tough if you don't have a strategy and a plan for how you're going to do it. But they employ mostly younger people, and and you have to inspire those younger people. They don't just automatically come to you inspired. They don't come to you motivated necessarily. No. That that's not already built into this. Right. And and they're finding themselves, they're finding direction. And, and, you know, we talk about Bridget all the time. Bridget's a fantastic worker. She's our apprentice in the shop, but she's young. It takes building that skill set. It takes building a human being in a lot of ways. Right. That that That's something they don't just automatically come with. And so one of the things we've noticed in the family business is that, you know, and you've heard me say it before, is is the kids today, kids today. Oh man, that makes me feel old to even say yeah, that. Yeah. Um, they, they, at least you still got hair to cut. I don't know. Well, that's just saying. Well, yeah, I, I'm in good company. <laughs> um, I lost my hair at 24. Okay, yeah. it was gone. <laughs> they, they, the kids today, they don't live to work. My dad's generation. I mean, the man's working himself to death to this day. Yeah, he yeah. he he loves to work. That's what he enjoys. That's what he wants to do. The kids today. David, um, <laughs> they want to go back and play video games. They're 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 working to live. Yeah. They're trying to get that reward so they can go do what they want to do. They they're not focused on the career in front of them. Oh, and- hold on, no. I I wouldn't. Uh, that's one. It's not a bad thing. Two. A lot of I these agree. people are making careers out of what they love to do. They like the game. Now they're streaming on Twitch. They're making money on it. Right. Like they found a way. Some of them have found a way to capitalize on on what they love to do and actually turn it into revenue. Which I've seen your I've seen your KD ratio. You're not going to get there. It's not bad. It's not bad. I've gotten better. (laughs) (laughs) The five practices that you were talking about: model the way, inspire a shared vision, challenge the process, enable others to act, and encourage the heart. Yep. Man, that's this is good. Yeah, yeah those, are, those are five. They they, they did. A, I think it was about a thirty year study collected really? over 
Yeah. I think it was 75,000 surveys, something like that. And they, and they, cause they went into it with sort of a blank sheet of paper, right? And said, Hey, right. let's, let's figure out what all, what, what, what these great people have in common. And, right. and that's, that's sort of how they delved this out. How did you find it? Um, actually, I took a, a course at Middle Tennessee State University, uh, through the Jennings Jones College of Business. And it was, uh, it was, um, leadership development, LDE 3000, I think. Right. And, and it was focused on this. And it was, like I said, it was literally life changing. It was like, holy cow. I, I couldn't even believe it. That's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, you bring up something kind of cool because um, we I was reading YouTube comments yesterday and somebody we had said. You never our, read the comments, man. Come on. That's the rule. Um, I always read the comments. <laughs> um, so in um, <laughs> in one of the comments, somebody we had said, hey, you know, you should, you know, if you're going to start a business, go find a business coach. Now, I still believe that. He said, no, 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 that's not the best bang for your buck. My, my thing is, is if you're going to start a business, hire a business coach that knows that particular business. And then when you start, you have a leg up, it's configured properly. But he said that if, if you want the best bang for your buck, go take a couple business and legal classes before starting your business. If you're a technician, go to the community college, sign up for some leadership and business courses first. Go do that. So that kind of ties back to this. Um, I think this, gonna, this is like, I, I don't know. Like the, it sounds like the course that you took wasn't really like academic. I've tried to take academic like business courses and you're like, man, this is just, this isn't it. The, I know I'm saying yeah. I, my stuff point, like this. Yeah. Stuff like this, this, yeah. this course, um, the course that I attended actually, it was created <clears throat> for adult learners. They were going back to school. Actually, by uh, it was a partnership between Middle Tennessee State University and Bridgestone Corporation. Very so, cool. so technical folks, surprise, surprise, right. they go back in, and you don't really want to waste a whole lot of time on stuff that you don't need. So that this this course focused on that. And yeah, you, yeah, it was that it was makes cool. more sense. I mean, there there were uh, in the class I was in, there were independent business owners. They were vice presidents from Cracker Barrel. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it, it, I mean, just Very just cool. the, the the spread was all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I like that a lot. I, this I is have, interesting. Like, yeah. I mean, they've got this, they've got white papers like crazy, just breaking down, you know, who the, the standard deviation and like successful leaders and how far out from the standard deviation they are towards the different yeah. characteristics, how much do they challenge, inspire, enable, model, or encourage. And yeah, I mean, you start looking at these numbers and you're like, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. Mine was, That's what makes them su uh, successful. My weakest point was uh, uh, basically a, a a beautiful picture of the future, right? Because I'm like, ah, oh, man, you know, it's like, right. <laughs> so it's a bad thing to be a pessimist. Is uh, that yeah, yeah well, <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not a pessimist, but but I think that in the automotive industry, especially, it's like, well, here's the future. But when right. you look at it from a technical perspective, it's very blue sky, right? So it's like, right. hey, we're going to make this car that is so freaking challenging that there is no way that you technician can ever fix it. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like, right. uh, you know, uh, that's, yeah. And, good. And, and, and when you're, when I, I was still working in technical training at the time, it's like, oh my God, you know, it's like, how, how do I overcome right. this? So I went back to the team. Went back to the team right. and said, "Hey, what what do you think it should look like?" And engaged them, and we sort of built a a, a vision, right. if you will, a vision statement for a group, and it, it you know it worked. It's crazy. It's, it works. That stuff is, works. That is fantastic, man. Yeah, that's very cool. All right. Well, sounds good. We got a full thirty minutes out of that. You want to got questions? Got ideas? Sing? Oh. No. Hey, I I went to ami dot org online. AMIonline.org. There, mm -hmm. I'll just edit that out. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just started looking through the courses, and man, this is good. There's a lot if, of them. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've got. I think we have over uh, 270 active courses, uh, maybe a little more now. Um, if you go, if you if you scroll down on the main page and you get over into the learning management system, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of where the rubber meets the road. The the, the page that I gave you is sort of a launch point, mm-hmm. but you get to the learning management system. You can build a free profile. Um, you get signed up in there, and then you you go in and uh, you can pick shop foreman as your your area of interest. Yeah. It'll it'll prompt you to do that as you're kind of working through. And, um, then it'll actually give you uh, all the 39 courses in a set. So you don't have to go uh, on a bug hunt, kind of like finding this room. You don't have to do that. Um, right. Um, and, and to your point too, uh, after you finish shop foreman and, and and that series of courses, if you have greater aspirations, you know, if you, if you're looking at management, then you can go in and you, and a lot of the courses here will either be, uh, core competency or elective credit works like a degree, um, go towards that accredited automotive manager right certificate so yeah that's pretty awesome dude um which is reasonably priced by the way because thank you to get your service customer service certificate is about fourteen hundred dollars that's 30 hours 30 credit hours Mm -hmm. you double it to get the and so 2850 yeah to get your uh aaom and then another 60 hours you can get your aam yeah, and another sixty hours you get AM. And then shop form is twenty six. So, like I said, right around twenty three hundred. Yeah. So you're. Bucks. So what you're saying, like, if you go to this particular website, you see like these four things here. But you're saying, like, once you get into the the learning management system, you'll be able to pick specific competencies. Correct. And then they'll tailor the courses to you, and then you still get the certificate, right? Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred for shop form. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I, I, I think we're going to go back and we're going to sign our guys up for it. I, I, I have trouble keeping them when it comes to online training. I have trouble keeping them motivated and moving. You know, you go home and you're just like, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. I don't want to think about. Cars. Yeah. I, I mean, wanna... the, the lunch and learn things like that's awesome. That's, that's yeah. going to be the best way to go is you're just like, Hey, we're going to do these four courses or whatever you event. Like I said, you eventually, you want them to, to, to get online is, hey, we're, we're going to be working. And, and again, it's the same thing. It's the, it's the uh, retention thing, right? You want to keep them engaged. So you're going to say, hey, we're going to get you a certificate in this, whatever it happens to be. But like for all, all of my technicians, like these are, these are skills that they need to have. Soft skills, but they need to have these skills. It'll make yeah. them successful, not just within the shop, but it'll make them successful in life just overall. And there's things that they can take with them yep. in case they happen to leave or I fire them, whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> but they can take it with them. So you sort of tell them, you're like, Hey, so we're going to sit down and we're going to, we're going to do a weekly lunch and lunch. We, we won't, we almost have been doing weekly lunch and lunch because of CTI schedule, but sometimes they throw up a class and like, nobody's interested in that. And they're like, everybody's like, yeah. This is an option. Hey, let's let's sit down and you know whatever the diagnostic test drive. We need that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, agree. I didn't hear it. It's like okay, <laughs> where'd you drive this thing? Back over there and then up the hill. I'm like, well, that's not what they said where they were hearing the noise. So. Right. Yeah. We we ran into that a couple of weeks ago. Somebody said they had a brake bowl session, and Ryan comes back and says, "I didn't feel anything. Did you get them hot? Hmm. No. Well, I, well." why well because it's not gonna have a brake pulsation until it gets hot bro yeah. and and then you know because we, we we're on top of a mountain when you go down the mountain what do brakes do they get hot so you know i said go back out and do it again 
He comes back a few minutes later. Dude, that thing will shake your teeth out. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it's the simple little things yeah. like that, and and those make a tremendous difference in client experience. Yeah, right. We're we're actually working on a, a service advisor series too, and and we've got some good stuff from Jeremy O'Neill already in in play. Um, but you know that that it, it can never be said enough. But but the the, the client. To service advisor communication, right? Yeah, and gathering those details, especially if it's a quote unquote intermittent, right? Yeah, and then and then moving past that, the service advisor to the technician. Oh my gosh, how, how many yep. how many hours? How many how many years are wasted? You know, if exactly. you went back and looked, it's like God, it's so frustrating. It's like yeah. it's a just ton. communication. It's just communication. Yeah, yeah. And translating that communication onto I'm already paper. formulating an idea. Like what? Oh, I'm already sir, yeah, me Juan too. And, and and I can do like customer service and. And service advisor stuff and estimating and stuff like that. We can do that on like one day. And then when we do the the technician, it would be a different day. My techs can sit on that one and uh, Juan can bounce. Yeah, I'm, I'm over here thinking through it. If you hear me zoning out, I'm already kind of yeah. like, which TV <laughs> I'm going to put this on. And then, you know, if, if you got a little training room already. See, I don't like We sent it up with a sound bar and we got something to, to hook into it so it'll stream. Because... You know, you got to use the web app and this, that, and the other. So we've got a little tablet set up to stream into the TV. It'll then cast onto the TV. We got a little setup going: chairs, tables, everything. Uh, order a bunch of pizza. We're good to go. For for advisors, hop in and check out the it's profitability for service centers course. Um, it's it's Jeremy O'Neill from Advisor Fix. Mm-hmm. It's good. I mean, it's good. He he talks about. Obviously, a lot about operations costs. Um, talks a lot about the. Pretty sure you, I've taken that class. Yeah, your, your markup. <laughs> you know, your markup on parts and sublet right. and stuff. To to and and then he does a lot. I, I think yeah, it's in that course where he actually goes in and he talks about figuring out your your, your labor rates. You know, your effective labor rates mm-hmm. and right. and how di- diagnosis really doesn't pay. You know, right. It's like yeah. Yeah, yeah, that technician. You know, you're you, you've you've charged three hours for diagnosis, but in fact, there's no parts involved at all. Yeah, and then that diagnosis that, that you've yeah, lost, literally, yeah. uh, almost, it, almost 50%, 100% exactly. how are you charge? And look how many aren't even charging for it. He, it's yeah, Right? Yeah. I, I, I saw somebody post an ASOG the other day that they didn't charge. And it's like, dude, you, you I go literally can't afford to do that. I want to go to that shop. You should, you should give me that card. I will. Yeah. <laughs> see if I can find that. I'll see if I can find that. All right. Yeah, I love it. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much, Chuck. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the ASOG podcast. If you'd like to catch these episodes early, you can do so by becoming a patron. Just go to ASOG.site and click on the Become a Patron Now button. Becoming a patron helps support the show, gets you several perks, and is tax deductible. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and on YouTube so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, shoot me an email. My email address is david at asog.site. That's D-A-V-I-D at A-S-O-G dot S-I-T-E. Until next time.
I hope you enjoyed this episode of the ASOG podcast. Before I let you go, I need to ask you a question. Are you using the best innovative shop management system in the country? If you doubt that you are, why are you making your life harder? Shopware stays one step ahead of everyone else by bringing a clean, easy-to-use program unlike anything else on the market. Go to GetShopware.com and see what I mean today. That's GetShopware.com. Check it out. Thank you for listening to the Changing the Industry podcast. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to set it to automatically download the latest episode. Our efforts with this podcast, the YouTube channel, and the Facebook group wouldn't be possible without the support of our awesome sponsors. So please take a moment, check them out by clicking on the links in the show notes.